You're listening to Everybody Pulls the Tarp, the go-to podcast for high performers. I'm Andrew Moses. Each week, you'll hear my thought-provoking conversations with Olympians, pro athletes, CEOs, elite coaches, best-selling authors, and other high performers to uncover their secrets to success. Get ready to be inspired each week when we talk about leadership, teamwork, work ethic, and more. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi, everyone. This week, my guest is actor and Ted Lasso star Cristo Fernandez. Cristo plays the beloved character Danny Rojas in the hit TV series Ted Lasso. In just 18 months, the show has become a global phenomenon and received 20 Emmy nominations. At age 15, Cristo was playing pro football in Mexico and going to high school at night. It was right around then that he discovered a passion for acting. Since then, He's worked hard to develop his craft as an actor and filmmaker. Now he's achieved worldwide fame with his role in Ted Lasso. But let me tell you, Christo is just getting started. We explored his career, how he landed the role in Ted Lasso, what it's like working on the hit show, and so much more. Christo's story is a powerful reminder to follow your passions and never be afraid to reinvent yourself. There are countless lessons for everyone in this conversation. So, let's pull the tarp and get straight to Ted Lasso star, Cristo Fernandez. All right, Cristo, where I want to begin, how did you go from playing professional football at age 15 to acting and filmmaking? <laughs> well, life, life's a journey. Sometimes you don't know what's, what's going to happen. But one thing I've learned is that everything helps and everything happens for a reason. And yeah, football has been my passion since I was a kid. And very little. And that was my biggest dream. And yeah, I started playing professionally 15, doing my high school at night. And then I finished high school and I was just playing. And that's the only thing I care about. And and then, well, my parents told me I should study something, even though I didn't want to. And I kind of listened and I just joined what I thought was easy and because I didn't care and was the communication, a VA in communication, I started to study. And as I was studying, it turns out I had some injuries, uh, but I started to feel very passionate about some classes, which were like filmmaking and script writing and, and audiovisual languages. And, and to me, that was the first time that I allowed myself to learn something new that I felt really passionate about. And that's when I decided <laughs> this is cool. And some time later, I tried to return to football, but I just thought it was not the same feeling. And I just was very passionate about acting and film. And I just told myself, this is cool. I should just try this from scratch and learn from my mistakes, learn from the things I did in the past or didn't do and, and carry on with these new dreams and goals. Were there similarities that you identified with filmmaking and acting that were similar to football that you were able to draw upon and, and use in that other aspect of your life? Yeah. Well, I mean, I am very grateful with football and, and athlete and being an, an ex-athlete in sports. And I think it was more that mentality of like that being someone competitive and always pushing myself to be the best or, or give my best. And somehow when you go and on, on the stadium, on a football field, and you have to do a performance, you have to 
do it in front of people and and here somehow it's the same like you go either on a theater stage or you go to a film set and you have to prepare yourself you have to do a previous work you have to train or do your whatever preparation you have to do for that character or or being a full player you have to work hard train hard work in the things you you used to be good at or not and and be better at that so i think there are very lots of similarities Christo, one thing i'm curious about you talked about you going to school at night while you were playing football professionally as i understand it you worked multiple jobs at one time to try and put yourself through some of the acting classes and and sustain that career has hard work and work ethic always been something that has been part of you? Yeah, 100%. Well, especially because, at least for myself, in my family, there has never been an athlete or there has never been an artist. So I, I am the only crazy one that had these crazy dreams. And I always say that you can imagine my parents' face when I told them, when I imagine I, I being a kid, I want to be a football player. And my dad and my mom were like, okay, great. And then I pushed and tried, and they were always very supportive. And then things happened, and then I was like, I don't want to be a football player, but now I want to be an actor. And they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it has to be like that. I, I, I honestly believe that hard work pays off. And I kind of, like, witnessed that. When I, uh, as you said, like, my career as a football player was coming to an end somehow in that moment because I had these injuries. So I had to work, and I remember uh, one of my many jobs that I had was in like sports events in a marketing agency. We had some brands like Gatorade, Pepsi, and stuff. And I used to go to work to the stadium where I where like my dream was to be there, and like and and I, I used to play there, and and I started to see these players, and I thought to myself like, why am I not there? Like I could be there, and that's when I had to reflect. And I think it all came from my mentality and the way I was thinking. I didn't have back then a strong mentality as, as the one I think I have now. And from that moment on, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to tell myself, I'm going to try to be positive. And it doesn't mean go outside and think out loud, like just to myself, really believe in the things you want and really push yourself. And from there on, yeah, I, I worked a lot uh, to saving my money. I had like three years to pay my master's degree in acting in the UK. And and part of me uh, believes that you can create your own opportunities. And it doesn't have to be someone telling you, uh, here is your great opportunity. Like for me, it was like, if no one was going to give me an opportunity, I'm just going to write my little script. And I'm just going to shoot it with my phone. And I'm just going to tell my friends who wants to join and let's make a team and let's create things together. and. And really go for it, because I think one of my problems back when I was an athlete, I mean, I, st- I still think I am and I like to work hard. But like when I was when my football was my main goal was that there were certain opportunities that I could have taken. And I I was afraid of getting out of my comfort zone. And that's a main important aspect of what I think helps you uh, achieve the things you want, like getting out of your comfort zone, putting yourself out there. And really, there's no other option but to give your best or to give your best. So when I went to the UK, everyone asked me, like, why do you come to UK? You have America next to Mexico. It's closer. But I was like, yeah, that would have been the easiest choice because there I have some friends. 
I can speak Spanish because people speak Spanish too there. But when I went to the UK, like I didn't understand the accent, the English, the weather was complicated. Why are people drinking tea and putting milk in it and <laughs> stuff like that? So that was the, the way for me to learn and, and put myself out there and push myself to be the best I can. And I think that's what helped me become better in acting, become better in, in my other things I, I was passionate about. So once you get to the UK and you really start to hone your craft as an actor and as a screenwriter, what are some of the little things that you're doing at that point to improve? Well, first of all, like for me, the idea of going to study and study my master is because I, I really wanted like to be an actor, like properly study the craft, properly learn. Uh, because back in Mexico, I, 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 I did my student films and I did stuff outside and it was just me guessing, trying my best and just pushing for it. But I had no idea. Like, so that's why for me it was like, okay. I'm going to go there. I'm going to study one year master course intense Monday to Friday. And that was like yeah, learning the craft over there. But over there, they had like an amazing film equipment, the best I've ever seen back then. And I was like, okay, I, I need to use this. So I also invested time into like creating opportunities out of, out of what I had there with me. And yeah, I, I think I think you start to become what you want, not when you get paid. It's just when you actually believe you can do it and you do it because you feel passionate about it. I always say like even like being an actor doesn't mean you being an actor doesn't mean you get paid and are on set and on a theater stage. Being an actor starts when you do your research and learn theater books and learn and read. And you put the camera against your wall and just learn some monologues from the films you like because you feel passionate about it and you perform them. And you just start nurturing yourself about it and from it. And, and you record them and you start having material. And then you're a writer as soon as you start writing. You don't have to get paid because no one's going to get paid, especially as I told you, I don't come from a family of artists or athletes or anything. So I just had to create my own things and just push for that. and and and. and and be, be good at it. Just try and work and, and learn. I think we all can be good at that thing we want to, but you just have to work hard and be very disciplined. And I, I think the hard work and the discipline I got it from my years being an athlete. I think that's such an important lesson, Christo, for everybody, no matter what you do, right? You, you don't have to be paid to be something. You have to do the work. You have to put yourself out there and grow and develop. So now I'm wondering how the big role on Ted Lasso come about? How did you land that, that opportunity? That all happened. As I finished my, my master, I, was, I went there in 2016, 2017. And then after my, my master course, I got an agent over there. And I did only one professional job in the UK, which I, I played a Mexican wrestler in a commercial. And that, that was it. That was the only thing for all that time over there in the UK that I did professionally. And besides that, it was all about my indie shorts, my indie films, my indie projects that I was doing with my friends, people I was meeting in network events, in film festivals. 
And I started to network with people and tell them and what are doing. And then I started to collaborate in different stuff. And that's when I created my shorts. And I was doing like three, four, sometimes five shorts per year for like the next three, four years. And that's where I was getting all my material. In my life, from my culture and my family, I love comedy. Like I'm, I'm always making jokes with my, especially with my mom, with my friends. And comedy was part of me, and I, I had some comedic stuff in my reel for my shorts. That's how I get my material. And then later later on in years, like the, the, an audition came, uh, like Ted Lasso, and, and they were looking for um, a character like me, but also they were looking for someone with professional football experience. <laughs> so that's how it all started. And then... Um, Back then, I had to return to, to Mexico. I was here, and then I got the audition. First, Danny Rojas was supposed to be uh, like the mean guy, uh, kind of like Jamie Tart, that is played now by Phil Zunster, who is amazing. And later on, I, I, uh, I was told that they developed the story somehow different. So instead of a Hispanic Latino, they needed an Englishman. And then they, don't, they didn't need a Hispanic Latino at all, and they were already shooting. I reckon they didn't find an Icelandic man, which was the one they needed. So they went back because they liked my self-tape and they gave me auditions for the Icelandic man and other nationalities. And we did that and then many other more auditions and more process. And, and then we ended up there. And and as you said, like, that's how, I mean, <laughs> life is so funny. That's why I say, like, you never know what's going to happen. And, and I get told sometimes by people or that are studying or doing other stuff. And they're like, ah, I'm studying this, but I'm not sure if this is going to help because I want to do this. And like, you never know, like, what's going to happen. Everything helps. And, and when you're studying or doing something, that's when you realize maybe this wasn't the thing you thought you liked. But it wasn't until you try that you realize that if you hadn't tried, you wouldn't have known that. So it all happens for a reason. Christo, Ted Lasso, the whole series... And the Danny Rojas character has become such a phenomenon worldwide. Can you think back to one moment where you realized just how big the show had become and just how big your character had become on the, the world stage? I mean, the, the moment I realized about that, um, I mean, honestly, I, as soon as we started shooting and, and I, as soon as I started meeting the cast, the crew, and the way we were shooting it and what was happening on set, I, I knew this was going to be great. This was going to be good. Um, but you never know what's going to happen because that's the nature of things. That's the nature of arts. Uh, art is subjective, you know. Some people might like something and some people might not. But I, I just thought it was something special and I, I needed to explore this opportunity. And I mean, it wasn't until this last year that I started to notice the emotions it provoked on people in real life, because in social media and internet, we were always receiving lots of support from the fans, and that was that was great. And and especially throughout those complicated times we were all living because of COVID and things, it was really nice to receive messages from people saying that your show helped us go through these hard times, your character, and I mean, that that also made me realize the responsibility we have as artists and as people. And with the content we create and what we put out there, like it has to mean something. It has to be special. It has to have a message. So, yeah, it was last year when I realized about that. 
Christo, you said when, when you started to assemble with the cast, you realized it was a special group, that there was something special brewing. What was it in particular about the culture on set, the environment that made you think this was going to be something really, really unique? It's just everyone was very kind and very nice people. And everyone was doing their job. And wherever I was looking at, there, was, there were good vibes. And that, I mean, that, that already was something really cool. And the writing in the, in the scripts, that they are geniuses. And, and just reading that already made you feel emotions. And then being on set and seeing people do their thing and both on set and behind the camera and the way the communication was happening. And, and, and it just was very special. And that's when I realized this this is really nice. This is really cool, and and also for me, it was my first time being on a on a big set with very talented people. So I, I felt a bit intimidated at the beginning, but they all helped me feel comfortable, and they all made, helped me feel uh, like I was part of the team. Because also my character arrives in the middle of the season, so they were already in their own dynamic. They were already a team, and then receiving this random <laughs> new dude who scream things and is very happy and like but it just it just felt it was connected and 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 i'm very grateful with with all the cast and crew in Ted Lasso. how did you deal with some of that that self-doubt that you described there like you know do i belong here should i be here am i good enough to be here you said so, you said people made you feel welcome but were there other things that you did to try and get comfortable well it's just Remembering why am I doing this? Why, uh, like, what is my driven to do what I'm doing? Why am I in London? Or even before Tulsa, why am I here struggling with this weather where I could be in Mexico in the sun? Why am I struggling here where I could be with my friends having a beer on the weekends? And all those sacrifices and all those moments and, and then being on set and being nervous and it's like, I'm doing this. Because of my dreams, my goals, I wanna, I wanna do something. I wanna be someone. I wanna, I wanna do this for my people back home and my, and and that passion and that energy. No matter if I'm nervous, if I'm just gonna do it. <laughs> I don't know how it's gonna go, but I just want. I'm just gonna do it. I have to do it. And so all that self doubt, it's part of the show. We just have to put it on the side and and just go for it. And it's like anything. Even the great masters of whatever you want, uh, filmmaking, acting, athletes, sp- spoke people or ra- radio hosts, um, uh, I don't know, whatever. Like We all start somewhere and you don't become good at it until you practice. Even Ted Lasso says practice. There's <laughs> a practice. So if you're nervous when you do something, but it's what you want to do, Like you just have to practice and just practice makes a master. Christo, was there a, a moment where, where you realized, you know, just how famous you personally had become? Were you out and about and somebody spots you and says football is life or, hey, are you Danny Rojas? I mean, tell me about that for a minute. No, it's, it's funny. It's funny. It's cool. It's, it's part of the show. It's so special when, when people say it from the heart, like it's been recently and like, uh, I, don't, I don't mind being told football is life because that's very cool. And, and it is, it is for me and not only for Danny, but for me. 
and, and when people say that and and and, and they, they and you can see in their eyes and their faces and they tell the story and like it, it all makes sense so it's just very special to be recognized from a show and from being part of something that has meant so much for so many people I think that's so important Christo I mean, you, you said it a few minutes ago I mean the show obviously has great writing and 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 you guys do such a great job performing but it also came into the world at a really really challenging time when the world was longing for positivity and teamwork and unity and so many of the principles that Ted Lasso brings to bear it really is interesting i think how when content can kind of fill a, a void or fill a need it you have like you said a unique responsibility but also a unique opportunity Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, to- I totally agree. I think contents are, um, there's lots of contents and there's lots of platforms. And I, that's, I think that's helping as well to the creators to push themselves to and, and think uh, what should we put out there and what content should be out there. And it, it's helping the content that we see. And yeah. How do you stay humble amidst all the success? Well, I mean, I, I, I know I'm, I, there's a, a long career to go for. And like, there are so many things I still, I am just starting. So if I was like, I mean, that would be very silly of me to think I am someone when I'm still just working hard and just going for my dreams and goals. And I, I want to also create my content. I want to, I want to write. I feel inspired by the creators of Ted Lasso, how they, what they have achieved, what they are doing now, and by my fellow cast members and my crew members, and they are always writing and, and creating things. And, and there's so many things still to do. And and there is one reality, what people can see there or expect or think. And another reality is actually <laughs> what it is like. And there are things I want to do and help in my in my hometown and my country and and dreams I want to achieve. So it's that motivation of doing more things that helps me uh, stay humble or like think. I, and I am a hard worker. I don't I don't think I am a gifted actor or a talented actor. I probably have to work harder than than other people. So it's that knowing that is what probably helps me as well. Are there things? that you've taken from the experience and brought back to some of your own creative work that you do separate from Ted Lasso that has helped you improve your craft? Well, I mean, every, every time I'm on set and I see the preparation and people have for the roles, what happens on set is just every time we're on set, you learn so much. I like to stay sometimes on set just to see, just to watch, just to see people doing their thing because it, I, I just learned from watching and how they achieve some things, how they do things. And and yeah, it, it has helped me a lot, definitely. It has helped me a lot. And the more I read, the more I perform, the more I, I live as well, because I think part of being an actor or a filmmaker or a storyteller is, is to have life experiences. And somehow I think that's what helped me uh, to be an actor nowadays, because I might not have had the experience of acting since I was a kid, but because of football in my life, I've had the experience of going here, there, everywhere. And I lived in Puerto Rico. I lived in different parts of 
my country and, and, and that gave me life experiences, which I think is what helps you as well, what helps me. It's interesting how experiences have the ability to really round out your perspective and your different skill sets. When you think about what's next for you, what are some areas that you're focused on to grow professionally? I am working towards also doing stuff behind the camera, like I'm developing my film company. It's called uh, Spectrum X Films. And um, I've been doing currently some indie projects with shorts as a director. And, but as a producer, I've done already like some feature films that I have now in post-production. As a writer, I'm developing as well my craft. I'm, I'm working hard towards that. And my goal will be maybe this or next year to uh, direct something. And of course, like indie, but that's how you learn. And I know that's where my opportunities have come from. So those are the crafts and the things I want to work on and develop. Christo, I, I feel like you're just getting started. We're just seeing the beginning of what's to come for you. I have had so much fun catching up, hearing all about your experiences and digging into your story a little bit. Thank you so much for pulling the tart. We're all going to be watching to see what's next on Ted Lasso and what else, Cristo Fernandez, you have up your sleeve in all your other endeavors. So thank you for spending a little bit of time with me this week. And we'll, we'll have to catch up again soon for a part two. <laughs> Sounds good. And thank you, Andrew. Really nice meeting you and chatting with you. And, and thank you to all the fans of Everybody Pulls the Tarp. And thank you for the support watching Ted Lasso and for the support they are giving us and, and giving me and, and, and I'm looking forward to telling more stories. So thank you for the support. Christo, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. That's good. Thank you for joining me this week. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you can catch all of our upcoming episodes. And if you are like me and want a world full of tarp pullers, then leave a review to help others find us. You can also follow me on Instagram at andrewmoses123 and sign up for my monthly email newsletter at everybodypullsthetarp.com slash newsletter. I'll share tips and insights to help you achieve maximum success and happiness. Today is a great day to pull the tarp. I am rooting for you. See you next time. Hold up. 